Chapter 3 Monetary Policy Framework 1. Monetary Policy Making in India Definition, Objective and Tools Central banks derive their objectives from their respective mandates. Monetary policy could have either a single objective of price stability or multiple objectives. In the literature and in practice, price stability is considered as considered as the dominant objective of monetary policy for countries which have adopted inflation targeting framework price stability is the core objective monetary policy refers to the use of monetary instruments under the control of the central bank to influence variables such as interest rates money supply and availability of credit with a view to achieving the objectives of the policy before the amendment of the RBI Act in May 2016, the preamble read as to regulate the issue of bank notes and keeping of reserves with a view to securing monetary stability in India and generally to operate the currency and credit system of the country to its advantage. Accordingly, the objectives of monetary policy evolved as maintaining price stability and ensuring adequate flow of credit to the productive sectors of economy. With progressive liberalization and increasing globalization of the economy, maintaining orderly conditions in the financial markets emerged as an additional op policy objective. Thus, over time, the role of monetary policy in India evolved to maintain a judicious balance between price stability, economic growth and financial stability. However, pursuant to the amendment to RBI Act 1934 in May 2016, the primary objective of monetary policy is to maintain price stability while keeping in mind the objective of growth. The amendment preamble to RBI Act reads, reads inter alia as follows. To regulate the issue of bank notes and keeping of reserves with a view of securing monetary stability in India and generally to operate the currency and credit system of the country to its advantage. And whereas it is essential to have a modern monetary policy framework to meet the challenges of an increasing complex economy and whereas the primary objective of the monetary policy is to maintain price stability while keeping in mind the objective of growth. There are various direct and indirect instruments used for implementing monetary policy including repo rate, reverse repo rate, marginal standing facility under the liquidity adjustment facility, bank rate, cash reserve ratio, open market operations and market stabilization scheme. They are briefly explained below. Repo rate The bracket fixed interest rate at which the reserve bank provides overnight liquidity to banks against the collateral of government and the other approved securities under the LAF. It is the policy rate decided by the Monetary Policy Committee MPC. Reverse repo rate the fixed interest rate at which the reserve bank absorbs liquidity on an overnight basis from banks against the collateral of eligible government securities under the LAF. 
liquidity adjustment facility the laf consists of overnight as well as term repo slash reverse repo auctions progressively the reserve bank has increased the proportion of liquidity injected under variable rate repo auctions across the range of 10 years the aim of term repo is to help develop the interbank term money market with which in turn can set market based benchmarks for pricing of loans and deposits and hence improve transmission of monetary policy the rbi also conducts variable rate repo slash reverse repo auctions as necessitated by market conditions marginal standing facility msf a facility under which scheduled commercial banks can borrow additional amount of overnight money from the reserve bank against their excess slr securities and also by dipping into their slr portfolio up to a specified limit at a penal rate of interest this provides a safety valve against unanticipated liquidity shocks to the banking system policy corridor the msf rate as the ceiling and the reverse repo rate as the floor determines the policy corridor the objective of liquidity management operations is to keep the wacr closely aligned to the policy repo rate so the policy corridor is where the upper limit is msf rate and lower limit is reverse repo and this is used to keep the wacr aligned to policy repo rate wacr is weighted average call rate bank rate it is the standard rate at which the rbi is ready to buy or rediscount bills of exchange or other commercial papers the bank rate is published under section 49 of the reserve bank of india act 1934 this rate has been aligned to the msf rate and therefore changes automatically as and when the msf rate changes alongside policy rate sorry policy repo rate changes cash reserve ratio the amount that a bank is required to maintain with the reserve bank as a specified proportion of its net demand and time liabilities for a fortnight starting from a saturday till the next reporting friday the proportion required to be maintained is notified by the reserve bank from time to time the maintenance of crr balances over a fortnight is on an average daily basis with a stipulated minimum daily maintenance notified by the reserve bank open market operations these include both repurchase repo or reverse repo operations and outright purchase and sale of government securities for injection and absorption of liquidity respectively market stabilization scheme this instrument for monetary management was introduced in 2004 surplus liquidity of a more enduring nature arises from large capital inflows is absorbed through sale of short dated government securities and treasury bills depending upon the nature of surplus liquidity long term or short term the securities under mss 
long term dated securities or short term cmbs are issued the cash so mobilized is held in a separate government account with the reserve bank so we have come to second part of the chapter evolution of monetary policy framework in india in order to attain the objectives of monetary policy it is necessary to have a consistent policy framework broadly monetary policy framework consists of objectives operating procedure and government arrangements objectives are the aims of the monetary policy which are goal variables or nominal anchors and long term in scope but are not directly under the control of the central bank as a result central banks strive to achieve these objectives only indirectly by targeting intermediate and operating targets which bear a stable relationship with the ultimate objective through instruments which are under their direct control the choice of the operating target is crucial as this variable is at the beginning of the monetary transmission mechanism similarly the selection of intermediate targets is conditional upon the channels of transmission the process through which monetary policy actions impact the ultimate objectives operating procedures essentially deal with how the central bank intends to influence the operating target and thereby the intermediate target through its liquidity management operations therefore the operating procedure is essentially the day to day management of liquidity conditions consistent with the overall stance of monetary policy in other words operating procedure is also called the nuts and bolts of monetary policy the plumbing in the architecture governance arrangements primarily deal with the process of decision making and focus on responsibilities powers and accountability of the monetary authority from the perspective of global best practices historically bank reserves and short term interest rates have evolved as the two dominant operating targets however the focus shifted to short term interest rates in early 1990s reflecting greater significance of interest rates in monetary transmission mechanism as markets developed in a deregulated environment consequently the overnight rate emerged as the most commonly pursued operating target in the conduct of monetary policy India's monetary policy framework has undergone several transformations reflecting underlying macroeconomic and financial conditions. During 1971-1985, the monetization of the fiscal deficit exerted a dominant influence on the conduct of monetary policy. The pre-exempt exemption of resources by the public sector and the resultant inflationary consequences of high public expenditure necessitated frequent recourse to the crr to neutralize the secondary effects of monetary expansion financial repression in the form of interest rate prescriptions statutory preemptions emptions and direct credit partly crowded out the private sector from the credit market under this backdrop the committee to review the working of the monetary system chairman dr sukumar chakravarti 
recommended in 1985 a new monetary policy framework based on monetary targeting with feedback drawing on empirical evidence of the stable demand function for money. Monetary Targeting Framework Under this framework, broad money became the intermediate target while reserve money was one of the main operating instruments for achieving control on broad money growth. Accordingly, monetary M3 projection was made consistent with the expected real GDP growth and a tolerable level of inflation. Technically, in simple form, if expected real GDP growth was 6%, the income elasticity of demand for money was 1.5 and a tolerable inflation was 5%, the M3 expansion target was set at 14%. M3 growth is equal to 1.5 into 6 plus 5 is equal to 14 percent. Mohanty 2010. This framework was in operation during mid 1980s to 1997-98. Analysis of the money growth outcomes during the monetary target regime indicates that targets were rarely met. The biggest impediment to monetary targeting was lack of control over RBI's credit to the central government which accounted for the bulk of reserve money creation. With economic and financial sector reforms in the 1990s, there was shift in financing government and the commercial sector with increasing reliance on market-determined interest rates and exchange rate. RBI was able to move away from direct instruments to indirect market-based instruments. The SLR and CRR were gradually brought down to 25% and 9.5% respectively by 1997. Further, as the pace of trade and financial liberalization gained momentum in the 1990s, the efficacy of broad money as an intermediate target was reassessed. Financial innovations and external shocks emanating from swings in capital flows, volatility in, in the exchange rate and global business cycles imparted instability to the demand for money. There was also increasing evidence of changes in the underlying transmission mechanism of monetary policy with interest rate and exchange rate gaining importance vis-a-vis -vis quantity variables. Against this backdrop in India, the search for an alternative monetary framework ended in switching over to multiple indicator approach in 1998-99. Multiple indicator approach The RBA adopted a multiple indicator approach in April 1998 with a great emphasis on rate channels for monetary policy formulation relative to quantity instruments. Under this approach, a number of quantity variables such as money, credit, output, trade, capital flows and fiscal position as well as rate variables such as rate of return in different markets, inflation rate and exchange rate were analyzed for drawing monetary policy perspectives. The multiple indicator approach was informed by forward-looking indicators since the early 2000s. Drawn from RBI's survey of industrial outlook, credit conditions, cap capacity utilizations, professional forecasters, inflation expectations, and consumer confidence. The RBI continued to give indicative projections of key monetary aggregates. 
the multiple indicator approach seemed to work fairly well from 1998-99 to 2008-09 as reflected in the average real gross domestic product growth rate of 7.1% associated with average inflation of about 5.5% in terms of both the wholesale price index and consumer price index. Subsequently, however, there was a mounting public censure of the efficacy and even the credibility of this framework as persistently high inflation and weakening growth coexisted, that is, visible signs of stagflation. Use of the large panel of indicators was also not providing a clear defined nominal anchors for monetary policy. It also left policy analysts unclear about what the RBI looks at while taking policy decisions. Since 2007, several high-level committees in India have highlighted that the RBI must consider switching over to inflation targeting RBI 2014. Flexible Inflation Targeting Against this backdrop, the RBA constituted an expert committee to revise and strengthen monetary policy framework. Chairman Dr. Urjit R. Patel on September 12, 2013 to recommend what needed to be done to revise and strengthen the current monetary policy framework with a view to inter alia, making it transparent and predictable. The expert committee submitted its report in January 2014 and set the stage for a more move towards the adoption of a flexible inflation targeting framework for monetary policy in India. In the flexible inflation targeting framework, the policy repo rate is set based on an assessment of the current and evolving macroeconomic situation with the aim of achieving the inflation target on an average over the business cycle while accommodating growth concerns in the short run. Once the repo rate is announced, the operating framework designed by the RBI envisages liquidity management on a day-to-day basis through appropriate actions which aim at anchoring the operating target WACR around the repo rate. The detail of the operational framework of monetary policy is elaborated in the next chapter, Market Operations. These changes in money, money market rates then get transmitted to the entire financial system which in turn influences aggregate demand, a key determinant of inflation and growth. Prior to the amendment to the RBI Act in May 2016, the flexible inflation targeting framework as recommended by the above mentioned committee was governed by an agreement between Government of India and Reserve Bank of India in February 2015. The amendment of the RBI Act in May 2016 provided the statutory basis for the implementation of the Flexible Inflation Targeting Framework. As per the amended Act, the inflation target would be defined in terms of all India Consumer Price Index and the inflation target would be set by the Government of India in consultation with the Reserve Bank once in every five years. The failure to achieve the inflation target was defined as when a the average inflation is more than the upper tolerance level of the inflation target for any three consecutive quarters or b the average inflation is less than the lower tolerance level for any three consecutive quarters 
in the event of a failure to meet the inflation target the reserve bank has to set out in a report to the central government a the reasons for failure to achieve the inflation target b remedial actions proposed to be taken by the bank and c an estimate of the time period within which the inflation target shall be achieved pursuant to timely implementation of proposed remedial actions the amended act requires the reserve bank to publish once in every 6 months a document called the monetary policy report that explains a the sources of inflation and b the forecast of inflation for 6 to 6 to 18 months ahead the the amended rbi act came into effect in june 2016 in pursuance of the amended act in august 2016 the central government notified in the official gazette an inflation target of 4% consumer price index inflation for the period from august 5 2016 to march 31 2021 with the upper tolerance limit of 6% and the lower tolerance limit of 2% section 45zb of the amended rbi act 1934 also provides for a six member monetary policy committee to be constituted by the central government by notification in the official gazette Accordingly a six member monetary policy committee was constituted on September 29 2016 with three internal and three external members to determine the policy rate to achieve the inflation target Under the amendment RBI act the six member committee is required to meet at least four times in a year three external MPC members are appointed for a period of four years each member of the MPC has one vote and in the event of an equality of votes the governor of the rbi has a second or casting vote the resolution adopted by the mpc is published after conclusion of every meeting of the mpc in accordance with the provision of chapter 3f of the amended rbi act 1934 on the 14th day the minutes of the proceeding of mpc meetings are published which include a the resolution adopted by the mpc b the vote of each member on the resolution ascribed to such member c the statement of each member on the resolution adopted till may 2020 the mpc met 23 times since its first meeting in the october 2016 the reserve bank's monetary policy department mpd assists the mpc in formulating the monetary policy views of key stakeholders in the economy and analytical work of the reserve bank contribute to the process for arriving at the decision on the policy repo rate the financial markets operation department fmod operationalizes the monetary policy mainly through day to day liquidity management operations The Financial Markets Committee (FMC) meets daily to review the liquidity conditions so as to ensure close alignment of the operating target, the weighted average call money rate with the policy repo rate. During the global financial crisis, advanced economies suffered steep and persistent fall in the real GDP. The advanced economy central bank could not really so rely solely on conventional monetary policy that is reduction in policy rate due to the zero lower bound constraint of the policy rate 
leading them to introduce unconventional money policies to revive the economy. Unconventional monetary policy broadly consists of quantitative easing and forward guidance measures. Quantitative easing measures refer to the asset purchase program of the advanced central banks which drastically increases the total asset as well as alter the composition of assets in the central bank's balance sheet unlike the conventional monetary policy which has negligible impact on the central bank's balance sheet. Forward guidance refers to the use of central bank communication to manage expectations about the future courses of policy, thereby attempting to influence the financial decision of the household and firms. The RBI has started implementing some of the unconventional monetary policy measures from December 2019 onwards to arrest the economic slowdown and improve the investment cycle in India. The reliance on unconventional monetary policy measures increased in February 2020 to reduce the impact of coronavirus outbreak on economic activity. Operation Twist is one of the unconventional monetary policy measures adopted by the RBI since December 2019 under which the RBI simultaneously sells short-term securities and buys long-term securities through open market operations. This measure is aimed at bringing down the long-term benchmark yield rate. RBI has also introduced measures aimed at durable liquidity injections to the banking system through long-term repo operations LTRO, with the tenure of one year and three year at reasonable cost that is the repo rate. The RBI has also implemented sector-specific measures such as exemption from the cash reserve ratio for the equivalent of incremental credit, disturbs, dis, de, credit disbursed by banks as loan in certain select area segments and targeted LTROs, DLTROs to provide liquidity to sectors and entities which are experiencing liquidity constraints and or hindrances to market access. As explained above, Monetary policy making in India has evolved over the years. In the last three decades, key changes related to the adoption of monetary targeting framework, transitions to multiple indicator approach, and adoption of inflation targeting. Part 3 Monetary Policy Transmission Monetary transmission is the process through which monetary policy impulses in the form of policy rate changes by a central bank are transmitted to the entire spectrum of interest rates such as money market rates, bond yield, bank deposits and lending rates and asset price such as uh, stock prices and house prices. Various economic agents such as household, firms and the government respond to these interest rate changes by adjusting their spending behavior. This alters aggregate demand of households and firms and by aligning it with aggregate supply conditions, the broader macroeconomic policy objectives such as price stability and sustainable growth of the economy are achieved. The whole process takes months, sometimes more than a year. The empirical evidence for India suggests that monetary policy actions are felt with a lag of two to three quarters on output and with a lag of three to four quarters on inflation and the impact persists for 8 to 12 quarters. 
ट्रांसमिशन टेक्स प्लेस थ्रू वेरियस चैनल्स नेमली वन इंटरेस्ट रेट चैनल टू क्रेडिट चैनल थ्री एक्सचेंज रेट चैनल एंड फोर असिट प्राइस चैनल्स अकॉर्डिंग टू मैनी स्टडीज द इंटरेस्ट रेट चैनल हैज़ बीन फाउंड टू बी द स्ट्रॉगेस्ट इन इंडिया द एफिकेसी ऑफ मॉनिटरी पॉलिसी डिपेंड्स ऑन द मैग्नीट्यूड एंड द स्पीड विथ विच पॉलिसी रेट चेंजेस आर ट्रांसमिटेड टू द अल्टीमेट ऑब्जेक्टिव ऑफ मॉनिटरी पॉलिसी विज ग्रोथ एंड इन्फ्लेशन इन अ बैंक डोमिनेटेड सिस्टम लाइक इंडिया द ट्रांसमिशन टू बैंक लैंडिंग रेट इज द की टू द सक्सेसफुल इम्प्लीमेंटेशन ऑफ मॉनिटरी पॉलिसी हैंस इट हैज़ बिन द इंडेवर ऑफ द रिजर्व बैंक टू स्ट्रेंथन द मॉनिटरी ट्रांसमिशन बाई फोकसिंग ऑन द डिज़ाइन ऑफ द लैंडिंग इंटरेस्ट रेट्स ऑफ द बैंकिंग सिस्टम हावेवर द इशू ऑफ ट्रांसमिशन फ्रॉम द पॉलिसी रेट टू बैंक लैंडिंग रेट्स हैज़ ऑल अलॉन्ग बीन अ मैटर ऑफ कंसर्न द ट्रांसमिशन टू बैंक लैंडिंग रेट्स हैज़ बीन इम्पीडेड बाई अ वराइटी ऑफ फैक्टर्स एंड दस द इम्पैक्ट ऑफ पॉलिसी रेट पॉलिसी चेंज ऑन इकोनॉमिक एक्टिविटी एंड इन्फ्लेशन रिमेंड म्यूटेड टू एड्रेस दिस कंसर्न द रिजर्व बैंक हैज रिफाइंड द इंटरेस्ट रेट सेटिंग मेथडोलॉजी ऑफ बैंक फ्राम टाइम टू टाइम इफेक्टिव अक्टूबर वन टू थाउजेंड नाइनटीन इन परसुंस ऑफ रिकमेंडेशन ऑफ द इंटरनल स्टडी ग्रुप द रिजर्व बैंक मैंडेटेड दैट ऑल शेड्यूल कमर्शियल बैंक एक्सक्लूडिंग रीजनल रूरल बैंक शेड लिंक ऑल द न्यू फ्लोटिंग रेट्स पर्सनल और रिटेल लोन्स एंड फ्लोटिंग रेट लोन्स टू माइक्रो एंड स्मॉल मीडियम एंटरप्राइजेज टू द पॉलिसी रेपो रेट और थ्री मंथ्स टी बिल रेट और सिक्स मंथ्स टी बिल रेट और एनी अदर बेंच मार्क मार्केट इंटरेस्ट रेट पब्लिश बाई फाइनेंशियल बेंच मार्क इंडिया प्राइवेट लिमिटेड एफ बी आई एल With a view to further strengthening monetary transmission, Reserve Bank directed the banks to link their pricing of loans for the medium enterprises also to an extent external benchmark effective April 1, 2020. Under this benchmarking system, banks are free to choose the spread over the benchmark rate subject to the condition that the credit risk premium may undergo change. only when the borrower's credit assessment undergoes a substantial change as agreed upon in the loan contract external benchmarks are transparent as they are available in the public domain and hence easily accessible to the borrowers subsequent to the introduction of an external benchmark system monetary transmission has improved to the sectors where new floating rate loans have been linked to the external benchmark end of chapter 3